This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Triple eight seven two seven back. You really need some uh, milk and a spoon for those Fruit Loops. Big time. Yeah, they're, they're delicious man. though. Oh, it's just, I, cereal's I, so good. I didn't think I was that big a Fruit Loops fan, but uh, I am. They are really good. <laughs> I am. Those quite possibly could have been the best Fruit Loops I've ever had. <laughs> we're no doubt the best I've ever had. They're exactly the same as ever. So maybe there's some other factor in there. Like uh, I just really wanted them right now. <laughs> Plus, there's, again, we've talked about this before. When you eat on the air, it does not count. There's no calories. No calories, uh, no right. fat. But I will tell you this. We were just discussing this. I can't remember if it was on or off the air on radio. But it's it's not like cereal is loaded with, you know, no, a thousand a, calories. It's a hundred calories. One, I think that one's 160. 160. For the okay. whole thing. For, the whole, for this whole thing, it's 160 calories. Then you add milk. Okay, so then it's a little bit more. But a couple for, hundred calories for, for a breakfast. For 200 you know, 250 no. calories, you can have a really good, delicious breakfast. It's interesting. Um, uh, I always feel like cereal is like it's like a hole in the system, like the matrix is broken when you're talking about cereal. Because if you look at it, the, the healthy cereals are the ones with way more calories. Like, the, no, go, go down no the Kashi question. aisle, oh, and man. it's like, hey, it's more than a Thanksgiving dinner for one scoop, but it's healthy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, and, and then, why? like, Fruit Loops and, like... Because it tastes like twigs? Yeah. That's why it's healthy? Well, they put in, you know, nuts and, and granola and all that crap is that. so... I don't so, want that. Right. I want you know what sugary I want? deliciousness. I want, I want this. I want a bowl of that. But That's what, what I want. What generally happens with something like that, though, is that instead of eating just the one, mm-hmm. uh, you put too much milk in. Oh, and no. So you have to open up another one 
and keep refilling the now, first one. Now, you don't, you you don't have pretty, to. pretty soon you've eaten three or four. You know what that is? That's like the oops in the oops right. all berries. <laughs> 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 oops. I, oh. Darn it. I put too much in there. Oh, oh well. I'll have to even that out with some more cereal because I can't just drink milk. That would be weird. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it's a little oops. That's all it is. It's a little mistake. And uh, for the captain, I mean, not a captain. the oops factor is really high with the oops all berries. He is. I mean, I, I the, really the, high. I will say the best case scenario for me uh, for a Trump presidency is Captain Crunch. Uh, that, you know, look, is he going to screw up a lot? Yes. yes. Um, is he not really qualified for the job he has? Sure. sure but maybe a couple of good things will come out of it. Well, look at look at Captain. Right. Like, I mean, we got Captain Crunch <laughs> peanut butter out of it. We yeah. got Captain Crunch sprinkled donut crunch out of it. All we got berries. Crunch berries. Crunch you know, berries. Would he, will Blue he berries. Or is that, is no, that that's Captain? A, that's, that's something totally Captain different. Okay, that's totally mind. different. That's a ghost. I, I that take that those. one back. A ghost that, makes those. I take that back. They're haunted. It's a haunted cereal. Yeah, and they're, they're scary. Well, so is Frankenberry, for that matter. Uh, Booberry, uh, Frankenberry, Count Chocula, all terrifying, uh, <laughs> terrifying cereal. Um, yes, terrifying. And, uh, it's the devil cereal. If you, it's mm-hmm. just like uh, Glenn was Glenn talking about the gingerbread thing on the air today. Was that the, or was that off the air? He's talking about how someone was mostly off. Someone he, uh, someone he knows had uh, w- was critical of uh, <laughs> of a Harry Potter um, gingerbread house because it was like you know it was Harry at a Christian Potter's school. Of the devil. Yes, at a Christian school. Right. I mean. <laughs> You're going to get excited about somebody building a Hogwarts out of uh, out of gingerbread, and that's like an evil. Th- oh, I can't believe they're right. building that. And that's ridiculous. Do you know the story is about good and evil? Well, but kids will learn spells. They're not real. You know that, right? <gasps> they're not. <laughs> not spoiler alert spoiler alert <sighs> yeah, yeah, they're not real you can't really zap somebody and just make them fall over mm-hmm. you can't do it well if you have a taser you can't but if you have a wand made out of dragon tail it's not gonna work yeah it's, it's uh, not gonna work there's a show i think it's on amazon um that my daughter likes which is called wish and poof um now wish and poof uh <laughs> seems to be some sort of young girl with magical powers that can, like, when she's playing, she can, like, create, I get to be a banana today. And, like, those, and then she'll go, she'll turn into a banana. And a lot That's of times. That's witchcraft. She, right, exactly. That is witchcraft. I mean, that's what you would say. Now, my kids uh, all day yesterday were saying, uh, you know, Ainsley, you're a, uh, you, I turn you into a cat. Wish and right. poof. And then she says, um, uh, I gotta turn you into a dog. Wish and poof. Shockingly, they're both children still. <laughs> like I, they neither so one the of them. Show, they haven't paid enough attention to the show yet to, to get, get the, the, the real formula, the yeah. specific details. <laughs> it must be because how to you actually make the transformation. It, right? There's got to be more no. There's it's an intonation mm-hmm. or the, an inflection. There's mm-hmm. something there that they're missing because they're young, but they'll get it. You have to, and, you and have that's to, what I'm worried about. Right on your behalf. Yeah, it could happen at Stu, any time. It could happen because I mean, it's just like. I, there's how just, old are they now? Uh, three and five. They're yeah. still playing games like that? Yes. <laughs> At three and five. I know, it's have crazy. Have you thought Had about them having them check? Checked. No. I mean, I've we brought it up a few times yeah, I have. Now. And I, every day and, I just uh, leave here and forget, huh. sadly, that uh, my children... All right, whatever. I mean, doctors. they're pretending to turn each other into dogs and whatnot. That's, yes. That's not, not healthy. It doesn't it's happen not with healthy. a normal three-year-old. Not healthy. No. Uh, not healthy. Yep, I'm with you on that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, but I, I think he, there's enough to get fired up 
over uh, in the world. There, uh, to me, to yeah, me. Uh, Harry Potter is not one of them. And I, I know there are Christians who strongly believe that, and I, I don't want to offend anybody's sensibilities. But I, I don't. What I don't, are you talking I don't about? We offend it. people's sensibilities every day. I don't like re- offending religious sensibilities. Oh. If that's a religiously held conviction, I, I don't want to, you know, stomp on that. No, point. yeah. I mean, I, everyone has their own beliefs, and you can believe whatever you want. I mean, I, yeah. I, 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 I like. There's a. There's a. Um, what's your opinion on Halloween, for example? Like I love I, Halloween. I love it too. I love and it. And I grew up. But, so, so I, but there we, are a lot of Christians. I will say, who say and we have thought before: is this a celebration of the occult? And obviously, we've ignored it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you had the thought at one well, point. We've had the thought counts. multiple times over the years. Is this something we should participate but in? There are a lot we of continue th- to do it. But I think Halloween is actually a better question than Harry Potter is. Right. Harry Potter's just a story about a wizard. Yeah. Like Halloween Harry has Potter's a, a battle between good and evil. Yeah, Halloween has a history that we ignore. Yes, it is a place to get candy and dress up in it like a you know like a right. silly animal. And I think that part um, is okay. Yes, I it's think so. A, and and so we've always directed the kids away from what we consider to be the evil, you know, like Dracula or any of that kind of stuff. Anything that would be a cult, we don't we don't let them do. We I mean, I don't and, even. Uh, and and we just we guide them in level. a different direction. Because um, I know there are churches who do all the same things that happen on <laughs> Halloween, except they don't call it Halloween. Like, they'll do, like, a fall festival, and everyone dresses up and gets candy. Exactly. And it's like, well, I mean, you're acknowledging and that everything even, that the people do with it today is fine. It's and how many churches of, have trunk or treat? Almost right, all yeah. of them. And, and that's... My, mine did. That's so not Halloween? That's I mean, Halloween. Halloween. It is uh, Halloween. I mean, and, you know, it goes back to, like, there are things... Uh, that were made in, um, you know, different. We see this with stores sometimes that get pr- protested because, you know, they opened up under the auspices of some other uh, negative um, connotation. The opposite of what's happening now with the Redskins, where they were opened up in a very positive connotation, and now for some reason are all of a sudden seen as ne- as a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Over time, these things change. I mean, so you got to look back at them and say, yeah, we joked about Mercedes-Benz today. It's like, can you go back and say, well, you know what, I would never buy a Mercedes because they, you know, were tied into the Hitler administration? I mean, I think there's probably a, a strong <clears throat> stance to take on that. There's probably some people who do. And pro- many people who do. And mm-hmm. it's probably a pretty good point in, a many, in mm-hmm. many ways. However, I think we've all acknowledged that, uh, you know, Mercedes is no longer run by Nazis. Uh, so you kind of move on with your life and you, you accept something mm-hmm. for what it is today. And that's probably the best way to do it. It's, it's the opposite of what liberals do with the founders. They take these standards of uh, a million years ago and say, well, at that time they had slaves or whatever. Just you know, to throw that out there, I know we've done um, a serial on the uh, founders and the slavery is a good background if you wanted to uh, if you want to actually look into what the truth is about that. But the point is, of course, they had standards that were different than they are today. And if you want to go back and hate all of them because of that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that you really get anything out of that. Uh, you know, so you have to kind of look at these things, I guess, as an, on an individual basis. But it's, it is a, I've noticed that, and I, I don't think I ever even heard the anti-Halloween thing until I moved to Texas. Like, I, I never really? even heard it. I just, I grew up, I always was, always had Halloween. My family was very religious. Yeah. Uh, but, but there's, you know, Baptists and others that are really against it mm. here. Really against it. And so it's, it's interesting. Uh, you'll find a lot of te- uh, things in Texas that you don't find elsewhere. Uh, Jeffy, for example. Jeffy is one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the things that make Texas so special. (laughs) (laughs) You're not in the uh, tourism brochure, I assure you. Uh, uh... I think that's one of the things that makes Texas so special. (laughs) He is infuriating. He's agonizing. He's agonizing. So I'm over Jeffy's house this weekend. Now you know. Oh yeah, you had the the big cookie thing that I'm never invited to. Which I, know, I, and I, I don't know why you're not. You, you have so I much actually fun. was this year. No, I, 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 I was, was playing. Year, but, 
I would have fun by myself or with my wife uh, because my 16-year-old and 19-year-olds are not coming to the cookie party. Um, But I think we'd have a wonderful time with everybody's children. All it is is we just stand around and the kids kill each other in the other room making cookies and we just sit around and talk and eat. I mean, it's really not. Yeah. This is not a negative event. It's okay. actually very fun. Right. Um, mostly because, you know, you know, I mean, Jeffy's uh, wife uh, cooks very tasty, delicious food. And, and then Jeffy, generally speaking, can't stand for more than three or four minutes at a time. So he kind of just <laughs> sitting on the couch in the other room. You don't have to deal with him. Making noises. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Jeffy, who's Mr. Tough Talker, mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, I, I rule Run the roost. With, a, oh, with an iron fist. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. With an iron, iron fist. With an iron um, fist. Um, and we should uh, maybe even bring Keith mm-hmm. in for this story, but she, uh, she, he is talking, he talks trash to her, as he does here. Talks trash to her, but when she's not in the room. So, like, she's walking away, and he'll say, mm-hmm. like, hey, you better get in the kitchen and start cooking. <laughs> And then you'll say to him, Jeffy, you just said that to us. You know she didn't hear it. Oh, she does. She's got, like, extra sensory hearing. He does this because he wants to look tough to everyone else. And in reality, there is not a man who is owned by his wife more than Jeff Fisher. I know. And he tries to act so disgusted that we, on occasion, uh, you know, may... Give some deference to our I mean, wives. If it makes you feel better to um, think of that. About give us the exact mind. story here, Keith, because Keith was there that's and can quote, talking to his boobs, that's all. Yes. Okay. That's the only reason I came in here. It yeah. wasn't to throw him under the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Amber was in the kitchen, and uh, she went uh, to, I guess, the uh, the storage room just off the back of the kitchen. A little pantry thing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little pantry. Mm-hmm. And after their conversation was wrapped up, uh, under his breath, so that uh, I guess only under I could my hear it. Breath, I spoke it. Uh, yeah, you spoke it to me more than Amber, and it was now get back in the kitchen where you belong. <laughs> but now the rest of the conversation he had with her was at like this decibel level. Yeah, uh-huh. All right. But that line was way down here. The radius was about three feet, as opposed to thirty feet away where she was actually standing. Uh-huh. Of course, he of is. Course. He is not. He's a man. Mr. Tough. Tough talk. Not a man. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, there, was, right. uh, there was just enough food, though. There, Pat. I think they might have thought you were coming. Really? Because, right. Um, I got I uh, got a uh, a take home mm-hmm. uh, bag, which was um, approximately seventeen pounds of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> oh man. Um, and about twenty pounds of chili. Oh, um, that sounds really good. Yeah, because there was regular chili, and then there was vegetarian chili she made specifically for me. Then nice. there was. Um, about six, 60 pounds of dough for gingerbread cookies, which all the kids get to decorate, which is, you know, it's fun to watch. Uh, and then eat their work afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, I mean, you know, dips and uh, chips bad. and snacks and can- jars all over the house, Pat. Bad. Of just like, bad. I mean, jars this tall, give or take, I mean, maybe a foot, foot and a half tall, just filled big bottom to top with just M&M's. Oh, Another one just says candy store and just a bunch of bite size like Milky Ways. You, we, fun, he is anorexic uh, compared fun, to what he should be at this fun house. Fun size, yes, fun, fun size. size, not a bite size. You, are, he is anorexic as to what he should be coming out of that house every day. Oh uh, well, yeah, I believe that. I believe that, and that's one of the reasons I did not attend. Yes, because uh, it was bad. I, I did because I ate a lot. I just I have no restraint, and we've no. talked about this. So <laughs> it's so better if I just avoid it. So completely. you stayed home and dieted? Oh. 
like, <laughs> man. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. I don't like to call it dieting. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, it and is. I lived it. I lived a lifestyle over there. It weekend. was a lifestyle. It was it a lifestyle. wasn't particularly healthy. No, <laughs> <laughs> Unless you consider Blue Bell hot chocolate ice cream a healthy lifestyle, and then I was as I healthy mean, as you could possibly Well, we just heard get. you're supposed to eat it for breakfast now, right? Yeah, yes. it, makes you, it makes you smarter. And plus, I mean, what do you have? Uh, what, a half a cup, a cup? And uh, that's all probably you probably a three-quarters of a cup, maybe. Size? I am so judicious with my serving right. size. I mean, that, who isn't? I only find the largest bowl in the house, like a salad bowl. I stopped using bowls a long time ago. You went straight into the... uh, You just go straight into the container itself. The bowls are such a waste. Nice. Yeah, that's true. I used to... Remember the old... uh, I I don't know. This is a good first break for a news show, by the way. Uh, But remember Mm -hmm. the old half gallons of ice cream that came in the box, like the rectangle box? The gallons used to come in the... Gallons, too. too. And then you could take... If you ate it out of the box... You could scoop the you could scoop like the ice cream and push it up into the corner and it would form like the corner and then you could eat the corner yep. pieces. Oh man, that was good. Good thing about those boxes too. Yeah. Uh, the old style boxes, especially with the gallons, you eat it uh, eat it down one half and you turn it over like this. It looks like nobody's eating anything. <laughs> out of it. So that is actually you have brilliant. Every trick so, uh, under the sun when it comes to eating, <laughs> absolutely all of them. Um, have you great. guys seen the recent uh, <laughs> uh, trend, uh, and this is uh, happens online a lot, with actually cutting the Ben & Jerry's pints? Have you seen this? No. So you take uh, a Ben & Jerry's pint of ice cream. God, my mouth's watering. Just think about it. And you take it and you put it sideways. You take up one okay. of those big like bread knives, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you cut through mm-hmm. the ice cream. Okay. And then you cut another slice through the ice cream. So they come out as perfect circular um, pieces, oh, and then you put those on the cookies for an ice cream sandwich, oh, yeah. or a donut, mm-hmm. or whatever else. So you can get that. It's like one of those ridiculous ice cream sandwiches, but with it's better. Good idea. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I like that. Well, and now, how mm. many things have we talked about today that are not here? Uh, do I even have to say it? This I mean, is, this I is what thought, happens. I thought we uh, actually. I mean, we don't talk about too much behind the scenes business on the show, but I, mean, I thought we ran off the last guy because he wasn't following, <laughs> the, following the Constitution. You know, the, we the, and, the founders uh-huh. of this show must be spinning like a lathe in their right. graves because uh, the Constitution is not adhered to. Oh, Again, we, it is we, just not adhered we to. We keep pointing this out, and you look at us and you say, wow, that's a fat show. And it is. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> the point is we keep stupidly hiring thin producers who don't right. think about the world the right way. They think, hey, you should have the portion size uh, that's assigned on the back of the box. You should maybe eat three meals a day and maybe a light snack. No. This is not These America. Things, it's certainly not Patton Stew's America. No. These things are wrong. These things are <laughs> communist. And yes. reissue them. All right. Um, maybe we should talk about one interesting, uh, maybe two interesting, couple of interesting things All that right. are actual, actual news. One. While they're bringing us our food. <clears throat> one. Donald Trump has nominated maybe the best potential HUD secretary of all time, (laughs) Ben Carson, who's got no experience in HUD or anything around it. I mean, he near it. I don't I honestly this is a a fascinating one. So weird. The only thing I can come up with, because Ben Carson and we've talked about him before for like Surgeon General or HHS HHS or, you know, something. If you want to be a secretary, how about the HHS secretary? Health and Human Services, perfect. But he's like, got yeah. no background in this at all. Right. It's like, you know, I guess as you get older and you are well accomplished in one particular <clears throat> field, you look for a new challenge, right? 
Um, and that makes sense. It's, it's, you know, a lot of people will go and they'll do things that they're not necessarily, like Michael Jordan played baseball, for example. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you have that idea where like, I'm going to try this. I just want to do something because I'm passionate about it. I like it and I want to give it a whirl. It's strange to use a cabinet level sort of a, is it cabinet level, HUD secretary? Yeah. It, it, it's a cabinet <clears throat> yeah. level appointment to kind of give someone that, th- that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, the man was running for president. Um, you would assume he would have to have a grasp on a large amount of things. I think at times in the campaign, he showed that wasn't necessarily the case. But overall, he's obviously a very intelligent guy. Um, and I you know, understand that he could probably, I would assume, pick this stuff up. And, he, and I think cares about... You know, inner city communities and, and places where HUD might be active. But still, it's a weird appointment because the man it comes is. from a doesn't medical make, background. Doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, and one thing that does, though, and we've we talked about this from the beginning of his campaign and we didn't believe him. And his supporters were all telling us how insane we were for not believing him. Of course, he's going to build a wall. He said he was going to build a wall. That's his main thing. He's going to build a wall. Really? Well, maybe some of the wall, uh, maybe not in other places. Here's uh, a look at the president-elect now on the border fence wall river. You had told me throughout the campaign I would go through a list of issues, Supreme Court justice, vetting refugees, building the wall. If anything that you say, like on 60 Minutes, you said, well, part of it might be a fence. People said, always oh, change his mind. You haven't changed your mind because you told me no, that during the election. No, no, no. I, I like how he answers the, the question. I, know. I heard that every once in a while. They say, well, maybe it's not going to be totally full. Now, there are certain places you don't need a wall because you have, you know, oh. you have mountains, you have other things, you have large and rather vicious rivers. What? But, uh, I'd like to no, know where the vicious wall. river is. It's going to be a real wall because we're going to stop the drugs from coming in. Uh-huh. We're going to have people come in, <laughs> but they're going to come in legally. <laughs> and uh, we're going to have a, a great wall. We're going to have a real I wall, and we're going to stop wall, what's happening because what's happening in our country is very sad in so many different ways. Okay. Uh, but we are going to stop those drugs from coming in. But they are going to, He is going to stop the drugs from coming in with vicious rivers. I want Are you talking so about bad. the real freaking grand? If that is vicious in one spot, I want to know where. I want to know where. They it is it's mud most of the most of its journey through the border. It's virtually just a mud pu- puddle. It's <laughs> there's nothing to the real grand. It's a vicious river. We're not talking about the Amazon here. What's amazing about that is, I don't know if anyone's realized this, the river's been there the whole time. It's been there the whole time. He didn't and put he's this still in. been babbling about <laughs> needing a, a wall. wall the whole way. Mm-hmm. He didn't talk about mountains. He didn't talk about rivers. He didn't talk about places where farmers want their land and they don't want it dissected by a wall or a fence. He didn't talk about any of those realities. He mocked all the people who said, you can't build a 2,000-mile wall. You can't do it, Donald. He mocked them. He berated them. And he stuck to the, well, I'm building a wall. It's going to be a beautiful wall. It's going to be a gorgeous door in the wall. And now all of a sudden, right in front of his biggest lapdog, he says that we don't need a wall in some areas because of mountains and vicious rivers. (laughs) rivers. (laughs) Okay. All right. I love vicious rivers. There's something Uh, really funny about the term vicious Vicious rivers. rivers. (laughs) Really vicious in some places. So like, I mean, what he's trying to say there is like, it's like rapids, right? Yeah. It's like you're going 
white water rafting in right. Colorado or something. But like, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, of course you can cross. I mean, of course you can cross river like that. Might not be easy. But I mean, the point is that oh, they do it all the time. Where did the term come back? The horrible term that everybody calls disparaging now began because uh, people from Mexico, Central, and South America would swim across the river, and they'd be wet in the process. So they called them wetbacks because they were wet coming across the river. Sure. Well, they so they've been swimming across the river since a time when the it was it was okay to be political politically correct to the point where. The administration named an operation after that. Yeah, operation Wetback. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, there's always been the river there, and people have always swum across it because it's not vicious. It's not vicious. There's uh, maybe somebody will send me a little. Uh, I mean, maybe there is a spot. Uh, there might I mean, be a uh, it, again. I don't know where it is, and but I think maybe we've been overly generous by saying ten full percent. Of the border, which is, uh, well, how long is the actual border? You know, 2,200 miles. So 220 miles, we're saying he doesn't have to build a, a wall. Mm-hmm. 220 miles. <laughs> and we're going to eat and our we'd underwear. And still eat our underwear, mm-hmm. if he can do that. Now, at 89%, I'm not eating my underwear. No, I'm not, not doing it. And you know what? We're not going to have to worry about that. Because uh, he's not going to uh, do it. Because he's not going to do that. Um, but, I mean, and remember, mm. this was supposed to be a 40-foot Wall. Yeah, right. Forty <laughs> feet tall. That at one point I think got ten feet bigger, didn't it? That's right. Yeah. I mean, I'll even give him the benefit of the doubt on that ten feet, uh, but that's not going to happen. He's not. He's not going to be building that. And already it's to the point where even Ann Coulter, who was one of his staunchest supporters, I mean, she was just oh. rabid during this. Thing. Now, what makes you think that? Is it because she wrote a book called "In Trump We Trust"? <laughs> yeah. Was that it? Yes. Okay. That's okay. one of the supplementing reasons. Trump's name before over God's. Yeah. Was that was that, that the was thing one that of made them. you think? Okay. And it was the same <laughs> one who said she didn't care if she, if he was performing abortions in the Oval Office. Mm-hmm. She just wanted the immigration thing done. Now she is saying it looks like the big sellout on immigration is coming. Wow. <laughs> wow. So you lose Palin with the crony capitalism on the uh-huh. carrier deal. You've lost uh Or you're losing Coulter. at least Coulter if he doesn't do this wall properly and if he doesn't if he backs off. And I don't think that was even about the wall comment. I think it was about the uh he was meeting with Paul Ryan or something <laughs> on immigration. Yeah, and Ryan's not exactly not exactly hawkish on no. the on the border. And then in addition to all of this, you have Al Gore. I kid you not, just walking through Trump Tower's lobby and getting on the elevator to go talk to Ivanka about climate change and all the important things they're going to do together. Amazing. Uh, That is uh, your reality. And again, you know, we'll we'll see what he does. I mean, somebody said they were going to own it if he didn't do the things he said he was going to do. Somebody said he was going to own it. Right. I'm not sure Uh, who that was. Glenn Glenn could be right with his (laughs) fakey devilist advocate thing, which is actually from the devil. Uh, <clears throat> saying that maybe he's just meeting with Al Gore and they're going to just have a good time and then he's no. not going to do anything he don't wants. Don't meet with Al Gore. Look, we don't know. Maybe yeah. he will. Uh, and we'll, we will hold back our criticism as far as uh, the actual policy until there is one. However, as a conservative, you know you don't meet with Al Gore on the climate. No. Now, you want to meet with Al Gore on That's madness for dinner about something else? Um, you shouldn't do that either. But if, <laughs> if but, I mean, I suppose there's some reason why you could meet with Al Gore and it would be, I don't know. I, I can't. I know I can't. I can't anything. make any I, sense I, I out of it. I take that back. I can't. I but more patents do coming up in a minute. Mm. Uh, you know what? Changes may be coming. There might be things brewing that uh, we're not even aware of. And we know of quite a few things. We yeah. know about economic issues. We know there could be a job situation. There could be a, 
a natural disaster. A lot of things can go wrong. Yeah, Glenn talks about the normalcy bias a lot. And this talks, you know, just about how you think the way things are right now are the way they'll always be, and you don't really have to worry about it because you can do the things you need to do right now. Well, what happens if circumstances change in a major way? How do you take a positive step towards self-reliance? Well, you take control, and you ensure that you have long-term emergency food on hand for you and your family, and My Patriot Supply can help you do that. They have four weeks, four weeks' worth of food for $99. Just an incredible deal when you think about it. When you think about going to Kroger or you know, Safeway or wherever you go shop, and you think about a month's worth of food for you and your family... I'm guessing you're thinking about paying more than $99. Yes. They even throw in the shipping, too. They do. Uh, Easy to prepare emergency food. It's great tasting, and it lasts up to 25 years. You're not going to have to do this and replace it all the time or cycle through it. You buy it once, it's done forever. If only there was a way to get a hold of them. It's like a, a smoke signal? How would I... What would I, well, I mean, there's many different ways you could get a hold of them. Uh, I can think of two right off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, Give me one. Preparewiththeblaze.com. Like a, it's the website. Like the internet? Yes. Uh, or uh, uh, the phone okay. system that we've set up. It's 888-411-5290. Phone system. Yeah, you get to your telephone. So I have to dial one. You know, I don't, I don't know. Three eight. I actually don't know if you have to dial one. I will say that <laughs> if, if you have you're a mobile phone, phone, you don't have to no, do that. You don't. Uh, so you can really, even if you have Vonage, you can reach them at that number. 888-411-5290. Call now. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. A federal judge just ordered a recount in Michigan. Uh, So Electoral College votes are at risk. Uh, President-elect Trump won the state by fewer than 10,000 votes out of five and a half million that were cast. But, you know, and I guess when you think about five and a half million votes, 10,000 seems like very few. But what are the odds that 10... Thousand votes could be overturned for Hillary Clinton. No, there's no way. It's almost impossible, right? That just defies any logic. Yeah, I mean, the only way something like that would be possible uh, is if there were widespread, like, hacking into the voting <clears throat> system. Yeah, yeah, um, like really bad, serious fraud. Right, that's not a recount issue. It's an au- You're auditing the election, essentially, at that point, trying to find some serious fraud. And by the way, even if you found it in Michigan, it wouldn't change the election results. You'd have to get find it also in Michigan and Pennsylvania, where you're talking about 50 or 60,000 votes. It's interesting to know that number has fallen quite a bit. When we first started talking about this, it was well it was over 107,000. Yeah, something like that. I think right? it's like more like 70,000. In the three 000. states. Yeah, I think it's more like 70,000 now. How'd that three. happen? 
um, the late numbers from Philadelphia went very much against Trump. Well, they and they would. Um, right? So I think he only won Pennsylvania by about forty thousand. And they thought it um, was. They thought it was more like or seventy, I think, initially. Um, so that was m- majority of the of the change was there. Uh, but still, I mean, you know, still, look, it's still forty thousand co- votes are not going to be overturned. And, and this is it's interesting because people get, Trump's trying to make this case that he's got a mandate because he won in a landslide. Now, Trump will literally say anything, anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it has absolutely no connection to the truth whatsoever, he'll still say it. So there's two parts of this. Number one, he did not win in a landslide at all. He won in one of the closest elections of all time. Um, he won in an election that he lost the popular vote by two and a half million votes, which is the largest margin um, in history. Um, when it comes to losing the popular vote and winning the election. In addition to that, uh, he also um, finished 45th of 57 elections when it comes to the Electoral College. So the, as far as margin goes. It's not landslide. It's not landslide. It's one of the, it's one of the worst victories ever. Now, he, now that doesn't mean... It's a, he but, won. Right. And but so he won. That's part so two of this. He won Pat. fair and square. So shut up. That's part two of this. There's no such thing as a freaking mandate. Right. The mandate comes when you, you don't get a mandate when you're elected president. I don't care if you get every vote. That is not what it is. You're, you have to come in and you go through the system that we have. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as a mandate. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama didn't get one in 2008. Donald Trump doesn't have one now. Ronald Reagan didn't have it then. It's not about uh, you get, well, I got so many votes, I can do whatever I want. That's not what that means. You're, you have to go through the process the same way. And I guarantee you, if he comes out and starts predicting things, or starts projecting things that, and, 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 and pushing for them, and when they're not popular, then he will become even less popular than any. Barry Manilow had a mandate. A uh, mandate. He came and he gave, and then he took it. Uh, but then he sent it away. The mandate. No, that's not. Remember that? No, that's not mandate. That's not mandate. No. Oh. All right. Well, never mind that. Yes. Whatever. Not, uh... I mean, if you want to be. Not the same. Technical about things. Mm-hmm. What was it? He didn't take technical. anything. Right? Came, came and he gave without taking yeah. because he had a mandate. Right? No. But then he, he sent people away because he had a mandate. And it made him happy. And then he kissed That's, somebody and stopped him, him from shaking because he needed them today. Even though he had the mandate, he still needed other people. So I thought maybe that's what Donald was talking about, but I guess not. All right. Whatever, Stu. Whatever. Uh, Green Party presidential candidate Jill Stein adopting a new strategy and renewed uh, chaotic effort to force a statewide recount of Pennsylvania's presidential vote now. So she was essentially she was the one that was successful in Michigan, right? Yes. That was her lawsuit. And so now she's trying it again in Pennsylvania. She's trying it in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania and Michigan. And I don't fully understand how someone with less than one percent of the vote has the right and the wherewithal. To I, I, I guess you just have to have run. Oh, and you, you have, have to, to have received it. a vote, and you have to pay for it. Um, Still though, so I mean, if you could, if you'll pay the government, you know, several million dollars, they'll do your recount. Um, if you're in the race, so normally what happens is people have too much pride if they lost to try a ridiculous tactic like this. Um, but Jill Stein has no pride. Uh, you know, clearly, she, she, that does not yeah, stop clearly. her. Apparently, um, yeah, I will say, uh, if my understanding, if I remember the last numbers I saw, is Trump has actually picked up votes in Wisconsin. He's, oh, really? He's actually helped Trump slightly in Wisconsin. Didn't that, it, it seems like that happened in Florida too with the with the Bush Gore recount because he was up by, I don't remember initially. It was it, it was five hundred and he won by five thirty eight, 
right? Isn't yeah, that, uh, yeah, something like that. It, it was in there. And and sometimes he would pick up votes and he might lose a few. But they, they if I remember right, they wound up counting it 32 times. They were going to continue to count that thing until Gore for, finally won, until it was finally stopped by the Supreme Court. Yeah, I mean, because, yeah, because the, they, it was interesting because they, um, if I remember right, Gore had to file the lawsuit to say which places they would recount. And uh, so, of course, he picked all of his good areas. And then he still didn't pick up nearly enough. <laughs> so they didn't even recount uh, in, the, in that official recount initially. They didn't even recount, like, the really pro-Bush areas because, obviously, probably Bush there, Bush would have picked it up It wasn't votes. advantageous. It wasn't advantageous, so they right. didn't do that initially. And then Now, later on, media did a bunch of recounts. Um, <clears throat> um, several organizations did it, and they all found that Bush won anyway. Um, yeah, because everybody wanted to find out that Gore really won. Right. And nobody could. Nobody could prove that. Sad. Uh, very. Um, armed man entered a D.C. pizza parlor um, because he was inspired by fake news. Oh, this is amazing. This it's is a, a really dumb weird Pizzagate story. thing, which is not really a story. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing to it. Um, Can you explain, I mean, briefly, give an idea of what that's about? Yes. Okay. So here, I'll give you a very brief one because we're very late already. But the bottom line is there is a... Uh, a pizza shop in D.C., well-known in D.C., and a lot of people in D.C., you know, the, the high rollers go, elite people, particularly Democrats, go to this place. It's called Comet Ping Pong, I think. I think there's a, some ping pong t- tie to it, like there's tables inside or something like that. Okay. Um, and so, uh, it, it, and the guy who runs it is like a Democratic donor, like somewhat tied into the, you know, the, the bigwigs. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I guess in some, I think it started with there's some in some of the Podesta emails they mentioned going to get pizza a lot uh, at this place because they like the pizza yes. mm-hmm. and people just somehow <laughs> somehow it got like by Infowars or something got tied into that what they meant when they said they were going to get pizza is they were going to have sex with children at the pizza place. What? So yes. <laughs> so Jeez. the belief is uh, oh, by man. many of these uh, message board people. Uh, is and this is from the same like Reddit and uh, you know 4chan and all of those things you see pop, pop up with hacking sites and and uh, you know various conspiracy theories. Uh, and Reddit has a little bit of everything. A lot of stuff that's really interesting. A lot of stuff that's very liberal. A lot of stuff that's very crazy conservative. A lot of stuff that's crazy conspiratorial. You know, crazy socialist. Everything. Um, but I guess on Reddit they started giving this life of its own. It came to the point where they were speculating there was apparently tunnels. They were there smuggling children into this pizza place. Why they would do it at a pizza place is unclear. I guess it's the perfect cover, though, right? Because I just said it that way. And this is how this whole thing is fueled. Anyway, this guy went in with, a, with an assault rifle looking for the tunnels. Like, went in and was threatening employees because he wanted to find the secret uh, tunnels where they, they bring the children in and out. Oh um, which, of course, don't exist. There's just a bunch of pizza ovens Gosh. Um, where they cook pizza. So he did not find the tunnels? <laughs> no, he did not find the tunnels. Shockingly, he They're did not so find the clever. tunnels. They're so clever. They've cleverly yeah. hidden them. They've hidden them as pizza ovens. <laughs> uh, that's that's uh, the scary part. So anyway, that's the thing. So this guy actually oh, went in there, and you know, the, and you know, you like I don't have any love for some Democratic donor as far as politics goes, but you do feel bad for a guy who's just running a freaking family pizza restaurant. And yeah, he's, you know, yes. some people are you now so they're getting harassed it's constantly. Crazy. It's crazy. Anyone who goes there is getting harassed. Uh, the, you know, the, they're, they're, I don't know why they believe this. There's so seemingly no evidence whatsoever that it's actually true. I mean, it's definitely not true. But it's not even like that thing to really tie themselves into it. 
Um, and uh, but because, you know, they just oh DC power elites. It's like this. I mean, it's the dumbest side of the Internet. Uh, and it's a fake story. It's not real. But now it's, it had and, someone go in there and he yeah. had to actually he actually had to, hurt, you know, surrender to police. He was in there by himself for 45 minutes and had to surrender to officers. And these people's lives are in danger over nothing. He discharged the weapon, but nobody was hurt. For yes, he was firing so. it inside the restaurant. Yeah. He, uh, not at anyone, Jeez. but uh, like, I guess, into the ceiling or something. Triple eight, seven, two, seven back. More Pat and Stu coming up in a sec. Seven two seven back. Uh, this is great. Italy's prime minister uh, resigned in a landslide defeat uh, in a referendum vote. It's, it's interesting in the parliamentary system because if you lose a referendum, y- your prime minister all of a sudden resigns. It's right. Like, it's like, yeah. wait, that, I, it's, I I mean, you might have been for the referendum, but what, does that mean you have to go to? Like there was like, oh, we're going to have a vote of no confidence. I feel like, oh, oh, you're not confident in me. Well, thanks for your input. I'm going to keep, continue to keep doing right. what I'm doing. Remember, I was elected, so, yeah, so I'm going to stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, see ya. Mm-hmm. It's um, funny because that, that kept happening throughout the, the Nazi regime as well. I mean, they kept having these no confidence, confidence votes. It's like, well, I mean, I don't know. Just elect me. Stick, but like, it's like, is it, like every other country is like uh, George Steinbrenner. And it's like they're mm-hmm. constantly hiring and firing managers every six weeks and then rehiring Billy mm-hmm. Martin again. Mm-hmm. It's like. Just you pick a guy, you stick with him for a few years, see if their plan works. If it doesn't, you go to the new guy. It doesn't seem that tough, right? I need guy. I use the royal guy. Right. It could it could, it could be, be a, a, a woman <laughs> I was or talking a female. To Tommy the other day um, on her show uh, before her Daily Show appearance, um, and I was like, hey, you know, I was a, I was a cruise guy. You're a Rubio guy. She's like, a Rubio girl. And I'm like, well, yes, but. I, it's like, don't, don't give me your gender normative stuff here on this show. <laughs> guy to me is like, I just it's like. It's the royal it's, yeah, guy. It is. It's not, I gotta, Come on. I'm not assigning. I'm not talking private parts when I'm talking guy. It's just like. No, it, a lot of times girls will say to each other, come on, guys. Yeah. Right. Have we not all heard that? Thank so you. stop it. Thank you. Uh, the Army says it will explore now alternate, alternate routes for the Dakota Access Pipeline. Uh, that is really great because, you know, they took the whole Cherokee Nation. And they locked us on a reservation, and they t- they took away our way of life. Uh, they took away the co- tomahawk and the the bow and knife. How long do we have to? Uh, how long must this go on? All the uh, beads made by hand. I know they're made nowadays in, in Japan. Or How'd you know that? More, more yeah. accurately, India <clears throat> took away our native tongue. They taught their freaking English to our young. What? So they got more knowledge? <laughs> I don't understand. Off. They actually learned a new thing. Me off. What about our language? Maybe we want to speak well, our language. Aren't, aren't they your kids? Why? Why is it? Why? I want them to speak my language. I don't want them learning the white so why, man's so language. Why, oh, so what did you just like lease your child out until they were twenty-one? No, they, they took, put us on this reservation. They took them. And where and were you? You were on the reservation us. with them. Why did you teach right. them your language? I tried, but Whitey got in my way. I don't think you have much of a case here, sir. <laughs> and to be uh, and now, and now they wanted to run a pipeline through my reservation, and I said no. And said so. They said, okay, we'll go around it. 
So it was a huge victory. Huge victory, because now the pipeline will be slightly longer. (laughs) And it'll cost a little bit more. It'll cost a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And there'll be more risk of it failing um, because it's. And if it spills, it'll probably spill into my land. So that'll be great. That'll be great. You know, yeah, well, that's a huge uh, win. That'll be great. It's a huge, huge win for the Dakota tribe. Good well, as, job. as we've seen, I mean, there, are, you know, sure there are thousands of pipelines in the United States, and sure, uh, you very rarely hear of anything going on with any of them because it's one of the most safe ways to transport uh, fuel. Because obviously, you know, you put it on a truck, it's actually more dangerous, more likely to spill. Put uh-huh. it on a ship, it's more likely to spill. Put it on a pipeline, it almost never spills, and there's so many controls around it that even really if it does, rare. you can turn it off almost instantly. Yeah. Um, however, um, good job, Indians. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I love how pe- this is the sort of thing that like I, I'm big sure- big win for the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe. Yes, big I, win I, for him. I um, somewhat of a New Year's resolution, even though we're a little early on it, mm-hmm. is that I even more than I am now, and I already think I'm on sort of the right side of this thing. Um, but I really want to get worked up less. I want to care mm-hmm. less about stories like this. Yeah, me too. I just me too. You know, everyone gets in these battles on a constant, and I know it's part of our gig. I think here. I yeah. think when you're in the news, and particularly when you're you're tied to the internet, like you're supposed to every day be outraged about something new, and all every day you're supposed to get fired. I'm just so sick of it. I'm sick it, and tired of it. It is though irritating because the Sioux Tribe got together with climate activists, Mm -hmm. and that's not going to be a good combination. You know, and so they had to get something to be outraged about, and they found it, and it's it's ludicrous. But, I mean, how ludicrous is it? They're going to reroute the pipeline, so the 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 fuel gets to the same point anyway. Same place. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it will it will go a little bit. It will be a little bit longer. So Mm -hmm. more land will be touched by the pipeline. than it would have been previously. I guess it just won't be Sioux land. So it's okay with them. I guess. And and the good thing is though that uh, the the oil that goes uh, that travels by train through the Indian nation uh-huh. uh there'll be more you know there'll be more of that happening what's that the oil traveling by train uh-huh. uh that goes over There's the gonna reservation be more of that. there'll be more of that while they're waiting for the pipeline to get okay there. well nothing could go wrong there so that's that's the good that's thing that's true that's nothing can go wrong so. more patents too coming up in a minute that's um, to look forward to. Mm. where's the food it's a really good question i uh really good question. i like food found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore yay yay all right so i've been facebooked all weekend long uh, about uh, a video uh, posted on facebook uh, a guy uh, doing a little something that uh, they keep telling me this is perfect for you you should be doing this on the show uh so i'm going to play the video on the show and then i don't have to do it let's uh, right. see the let's see the video please i'm gonna test them out <laughs> this is the kiss of death God. Oh, God! That's that would, that would not be perfect for me getting t- tasered myself on the show. I disagree. I knew you would, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Kiss of death. Ooh! God. Right in the face. Oh, oh! Now that hurts. Then you got to believe that hurts. Uh. <laughs> Come on now. Smart though that he at least put down a mattress there that he fell face first into. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a good move. Yeah, yeah. So just to be clear, it is now aired on the Patents Two program. 
I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, and plus we would use, I mean, we would not stun gun you. We would use a real gun. Yeah, that's true. And and the other thing but is, you live I, from a, I, from what? a stun. You don't know until you, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, you just don't know. Um, but it was suggested to me several times that we needed to send you into the Tennessee fire and uh, <laughs> and just get a, a, a report. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> he was pissed that we haven't done it yet. Cause it's odd because people... How do we know it's even going on unless yeah. Jeffy goes in there and checks it out? It's a fair point. Yeah. And I will say, uh, people really just do not like you. <laughs> I mean, they just are not fans. Well, his point was, he'll probably be fine. And I thought, yeah, you yeah. know, that's That's, that's a strong point, that's, isn't it? He'll probably be fine. Point. I heard a report on CNN this morning. <laughs> guy on the front lines in Aleppo. Uh-huh. I was like, why don't we have somebody there? You know, Pat Jeffy. and Sue's show needs somebody there. That's why our, Jeffy's our about to take a Aleppo flight to Aleppo. Aleppo correspondent. <laughs> Jeff Fisher, <laughs> coming up. <laughs>